0: Today's Davi's is Daf Memches. We're actually holding four lines up, five lines up from Mem Zion We have these massive blot. It seems to me someone came up with a concept. We got to get forty-nine blot out of Sota so we can finish between Shwas and between. Uh, and they, they they didn't time it that well and squeezed all of the uh, you know all the pages into the last four, so it would make the forty-nine. But uh, Either way, we have some long says let's just go, get going. But we're really actually now in the middle of a complex halachic sugya. Um, we're starting with, uh, with Rabchia Kasha. It's four lines up from the wide lines on the assignment base. So remember what we discussed yesterday. We said that there's a number of places in the Torah or Chazal that gave the din of one aid power like two aid so, normally, to establish a reality, you need two kosher aid. Him. However, we find in the case of, in Yevamos we had it, that one aid, even apostle aid, can be believed to say that a woman's husband died to allow her to get married. We had in Sota that if one aid says that he saw that the woman actually uh, had relations, she wouldn't get to drink the... Uh, waters of Sota. And now we just had another case by Eglar Rufo, that in order for the Eglar Rufo, for the eagle, to be decapitated, it has to be a complete suffix. If there is any awareness of who the murderer was, you do not decapitate. And it's, uh, the it, the that implies that even one witness claims that he has knowledge that would Take it out of the realm of a safek, and you would not do egla arufa. That was the ruling. Now, based on that, the Gemara had the following question, right? So Ula's principle was that uh, egla Rufo, you consider one aid almost like two, not exactly two, but better than one. One is better than one by egla Rufo if his knowledge is that I know who the murderer was. He claims to have seen the murder. Fine. So Ullah says, so they want to ask the question uh, on Ullah's principle, then how is it possible that we have a case in the Mishnah, one eight says, I saw the murder, and one eight contradicts him and says, you did not see the murder. Now the text of our Mishnah is that these two nullify each other, they cancel each other out, and what's the end result? If the two cancel each other out, you... Uh, then you bring you the you're you're of, you're of, you're of, because you're, you're left with uh, the bottom line that we, not, we don't know what happened right? so the Gemara says that that ruling is difficult because if Uller's principle is that the aid that knows and says I know what happened has a din stronger than a regular aid so then how can the one aid who contradicts him and says you didn't see it be equal to him to knock him out the 1-8, says, I saw it, should be stronger than the 1-8, he says, you didn't see it, and therefore, he should prevail, and the rule should be that you do not do egla rufa. And in fact, because of this question, uh, the, the uh, 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 Ula came along and said, as well as Rabbi Yitzchak also agreed with him, is that the right version is an alternative version of the Mishnah. The version should not say, that you do egg la rufa, but ulatani law you orphan is you don't do egg la rufa. Why? Because the one a that said that, uh, he saw the murder is more powerful than the one a that says you did not. Right? That's the way we had to change the girsa. On that, the said the problem is Rabbi in his version of the Mishnah, he did not change the girsa. Rab-Khiyo. Was adamant that the correct version is the way we have it. Is that the two knock each other out, and therefore you do egla rufa, and therefore the one that remains That ulas principle that by egla rufa that one is considered to be stronger. The one that says I saw. It happened has a strength of almost like two. We're going to see not exactly, but it's like two should be stronger than the ones that you didn't see it. And therefore, why in fact is there no? Why in fact do you do the egla for? And if you don't have the gears, so that you don't do it, then you have to explain it. Why do you do the egla for If the one that says I saw it should be stronger than the one that said I did not see it. Okay, that's where we're up to today. Okay, but you said five lights from the bottom five lines from where the lines get wide. Okay, right. okay. So, says the Gemara like this, O Rabchir kashna Ula. So the Gemara says loikasha What the Gemara says now is that the way Rabchir learned the Mishnah was the way that was different than Ula and Rab Yitzchok learned the Mishnah. What Rabchir is basically going to tell us that I agree with Ula and I agree with Rab Yitzchok that if one A shows up and based in, on his own, and says, "I saw the murder," and they did seen accept him on his own. That already has a status almost like two a.m. and therefore, subsequently, another aide shows up and says, "You didn't see it." What will be the outcome over there? the one that says you did see it will be stronger the one that says you did not see it it would knock him out you'd be left with 1a that says you did see it and you would not bring the, right. the Agla Rupa, which is their Girsah. he said but that's not how I learned the mishnah i learned the mishnah is they both showed up together when they both show up together then you don't have enough time to establish the status of the one that said i saw it independently on his own then they knock each other out that's where they cancel and anyway, when they cancel each other out and therefore what then you're left with the sum total of we don't yeah. know what happened and then you bring the egg Laodicea. and therefore the way is going to learn I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, Rabbi he is going to learn all the cases where there was one against one is when it's talking about at the same time in the Mishnah. And that's why the result is you could still bring the Egla Arufa. So Lokasha, Kanvivas, Achas, our Mishnah is talking about where the two showed up in the, uh, at the same time, where they cancel each other out. The way Ullah's ruling that you say one is the status of two and therefore be stronger than one, that is we're talking about where the one who said I know what happened showed up first okay let's go on now the Gemara is going to challenge Rabkhia from our own Mishnah what does it say in the Mishnah it says like this one age says I saw the murderer and two show up and say Omrim lo ra'isom No way, you were playing golf with us that day. Okay? So in such a case, question, what's the rule, what's the result gonna be? Right? What's the result gonna be? One said I saw it, two said you did not see it, what's the sum result? Eglarufa, zero, right? So therefore, how you are from there, do Eglarufa. Now, the Rishonim speak out over here, is that case, as the way we understand right now, cannot be for a case itself, because that's too partial. It's too partial. It must be for the inference is what it's here for. Means two will trump one. But one will not trump one. The problem is, why will one not trump one? According to the we talk about cases where they show up together. Right? So what should be the result? When one and one knock each other out, then what should be the result? So therefore, it should be... One and on one, I said, then you... Then you need to bring it then. That that that's according to Rabkhiya. But the but the inference of the Mishnah is not marshmallow like that. It says when two comes against one, then you have to bring it. But the implication would be there'd be one I against one you that you wouldn't bring you it. Hashan Rabkhiyah that's the one more asking. Someone says like this. So uh a uh a would be one against one. Again, Rabkhiya's cases of one against one is told by the Mishnah at the same time. So lo you orphan, they would not bring it. So why not? Right? So that's the question. See, according to Ula, it's not a question. Because Ula never learned the case of the Mishnah at the same time. He learned so about one and then the other. That actually would be the dim That if one came first, then the other one came, you would not do the Eglar Rupa. So that actually is a good inference. But it's not a good inference according to according to Rab Someone says, one second. There's two cases at the end of the Mishnah. The other case is going to be difficult. Using your reasoning, must say for. let's go to the last case of the Mishnah. The other way around. Again, it is a two against one. But the two said, we saw the murderer. The one said, you did not see the murderer. That's Pasha. What's the rule in that case? Two said they saw you know, the murder. One said, you don't see it. One up. is not stronger than two. And therefore, you have to assume that we did see the murder. So therefore, now, how are you orphan. Now again, so posh it must be for the inference. What would the inference be? But if it would be one against one. hachad How you orphan, Then you would bring the Eglah Rufa. Now that fits Rav Chiyah. But that does not fit the... Ula uh, and Rav understanding. So, he says, hey, what is, so you're going to tell me, you're going to ask me, Kasha, from the first inference, what about the... So anyway, I skipped the line. So the first inference is Masha V'tiyuv to So he says, no, you can't say it's a because how are you going to explain the second case in the Mishnah when two said that we saw the murder and one said we didn't. The inferences were one against one. Then they would do their to Kor Drebchia comes out good because simultaneously they knock each other out and you do Ha'glarufo. But according to the uh, Ula's learning and learning we're not so why would you bring the Edgar Rufa? in that case the one should be believed over the other. So Ella says something more like this. The only way to get out of this is to say that we're, we're not learning the Mishnah correctly. The Mishnah's not talking about a stand-up case where you have all kosher aid in. All right. we're talking about is that Kula of Sula Eidus. The is dealing a case that we're dealing with the two that are showing up. Are not kosher aiders. They're women. They're slaves. They're got their disqualifications. So therefore, however, normally we would not even look at them in terms of aiders. However, what is the halacha here? We're going to see el matniz and kula basula we're going to now rely on the teaching of from There's two versions of nechemia but version number one is like this whenever the torah gave believability or Khazal gave believability of one witness who generally is not accepted but once they already gave believable to one so therefore and therefore you can follow majority opinions and therefore, just as one witness is, is a good, is accepted, even if a disqualified witness is accepted, however, numbers count, the numbers count. And what do we mean by that? So two women against one man, right, is considered to be like two men against one man. Now what's the rule by two men against one man? True. Two women Two men. Two men is one. Never question two men right? But once you're already counting the the opinion of a woman or a apostle, so then it's got the same status, that two disqualified witnesses against one man, the one man. Know, the two, is again. two is going to be better than the one. All right? So therefore, Krishna Anachmigish Echad is considered... Now, why does this help answer all the questions? Because remember the the, the two inferences were that, that that create a contradictory uh, inference was based on predicated on there's no chiddush in the actual teaching itself it's the inference and the inference was created the problem according to uh Rakhia in the first and, and, and Ula in the second inference he says no. Actually, there is a novelty in the ruling as it stands. You don't need to make the inference. It's not here for the inference. What's the novelty? Because the case is talking about there was two women came against one man. So in the first case, it was two women. that One one man said, I saw it. Two women said, you did not see it. Two women trumped the one man. In the second case, two women said, you saw it. One man said, you didn't see it. Two women trumped one man. So the Chiddush, and we're going to see why you need both of those examples to show two a woman tramp one man, is to teach me that two disqualif once you already accept one witness, so therefore it comes out two is better than one, even if the two are disqualified and the one is not. Then once that's the chiddush then the inference is not the chiddush you have no reputation on Abkhiah, the inferences doesn't don't don't, don't count like right here. That is now but that's all version number one of Rabnachemya. But Ikid Amri there's the second version of Rav Khemia. Now what the difference between the first version of Nachemia and the second version of the is two women cannot trump one man. One man, that's a kosher A, cannot be trumped by two women. But the case in the Mishnah when it says two against one is not two women against one man. What's the case over there? It's two women against one woman. That's the novelty. The novelty is that even though the Torah said we're getting one the din of two, there's still a numbers game when it's two against one. That'll be the finish. So same answer that we're not learning anything from the inference, but the difference between the two is when it says two against one. According to the first version, it's two women against one man. According to the second version, it has to be two women against one woman. Or two disqualified against one disqualified in order to say the kids so let's say that everyone agrees that it would be one kosher aid i feel a me'anashi two or even a hundred women are not going to trump they will have the same status as one it'll be a situation of one against one and the one That said, that I saw will trump, because the Torah gives him a status of two. So that, that, according to the second version, that two disqualified are not better than one qualified. But Hachav, in the Mishnah's case, is, uh, Isha Ma'askinan, that the first, the one was, itself was a woman, was disqualified, right? And, and therefore it's two against one. Now, the question is, then, how do you read the principle of Ab Nechemya? Because the first version fits very good into his, ver- in, in, in principle. The first version of Rav said that anytime the Torah gives a status, of uh, a witness like one you make two is better than one unequivocally doesn't matter whether it's disqualified or not disqualified but now we're saying that that twin principle is only true when the one is also disqualified, you have to fit it into the wording of Nehemiah. So, how do we learn the the tartzes from Nehemiah? Tartzes from the uh, uh, of Nehemiah. Uh, you have to wait and interpret the principle of Nehemiah. Is like this: Nehemiah, Imer call Malkam Shamra Aid Eight Whenever the Torah believed one witness, Hey Le Days, you have to take numbers into account. So, it's, uh, and two women against one woman has the same DNS, like two men against one man, right? But it would be two women against one, one man. man. Then we would have to look at it like a case like one against one. And if the one witness is saying, I saw it, then he would actually be stronger than the one that said, I didn't see it. Right. That, that's what you would have to say. All right. Now, let's go on. Said DeGemurra... The no, what's that? Therefore, in that case, that's no. correct. Now, what Gemara wants to know... Okay, we accept the answer. Both versions work. We accept the answer. The answer is not for the inference. The word that is for the actual halach itself, which is according to version one, that two women are even better than one man. According to version two, two women are even are better than one woman. Then once you accept the opinion of apostles, then numbers there's a numbers game, numbers count. But why do you have to have two cases showing me that? Because they both both cases show me that, right? So the words of a Tarzi Psula eidus lamali. Why do we need to have both cases showing me that, right? How do you have both cases showing me that? Because you both sides, you have both ways, right? But 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 the idea is the same. Two is to get better than one. So who cares which way it's going? So like this well, again, what were the two cases? Very important. So cases were like this. The first case was uh, one said I saw, two said you did not see. So the the sum result of that would be you did not see two against one. There would be no egla rufo. right? The second case would result in two said. Uh, let's say I saw the word, two and said and did didn't then, then there, there, there would right. be an. Act- there is the right I'm sorry. The some case over there would be that there is an I error. Mean, I mean, the yeah. second case would be two said we saw. Two women. are saying we said we saw. And one women said you did not see. In such a case, there would no, not be I mean. an error. So what now takes, and we don't have time to get into more details, but the Gemara assumes when you bring the Eglar Rufa, that's a stringency. When you don't bring the Eglar Rufa, that's a leniency. Right? That's the, that bringing the Eglar Rufa is a khumra. Not bringing the Eglar Rufa is is, is is a leniency. So therefore, if you only had the first case, the first case is ah. that you have to bring it. So maybe, when do we give the strength of two women against oh, one when it comes stringent. out astringent? But maybe if it's one against two, Right? So then, we still would go stringent with the one over the two. Kamash Malan, that even leniently, you go two Sulim against one postal Right? Right. That's the result. That's what i going to say. So whats going to say you might have thought when do we say that two is better than one that's only when it's going to the Khumrah, and the result is bringing the eglarufa. but if you're going to say two is better than one that's the result that you don't believe the one and not, and therefore you will not bring the Agla rufa, maybe the one is still better because the one saying I saw and you'd have to go and say that uh, 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 I'm sorry the one is saying that you didn't see and in that case you believe the one to create at least the sofe to come out that you have to bring the regular to exempt from the eggla Rufa. May we not give a din of two against one. Kamash that even the Kula, you go two against one. Let's go on. We say, Mishra him when there became an increase of all the murderers, and I, so then they stopped bringing egla Rufa. Tomorrow says, why not? Tomorrow we went to the Sthana, we learned to the Mishnah, we learned to the Mishra when there became an abundance of murderers, butler egla Rufa, <coughs> they stop bringing the Eglarufa. Why? Merz is like this. Very interesting answer. Let me say it outside. Because the whole point of Eglarufa is you can only bring the rufa when you have a pretty good uh, uh, sense that nobody saw the murder. It was like done in private. But when there is, or murderers running around, rampant, they don't care, chances are that they would have murdered the murder guy with other people seeing and therefore, if there are other people that saw it, then we learned already, you can't bring the Eglarufa. So that's the chart over here. So once there was, unfortunately, all these murderers running around flying stroll, so then we could not bring the Eglarufa because the chances are that it was seen by the people which negates the bringing of the Eglarufa. That's the word answer. So one says like this, Mishra'abba writes in bat leglarufa levi she'en abailah It only comes when his sofe, when his identity is not known. But Mishra'abba writes in, in Begului when it became murderers that publicly would murder people but La Rufa that nullified the ruling of La Rufa Mishra Raba when we said when there was an, uh, an abundance of adulterers running around Klai Yisrael they stopped giving what? Meisota. So we have a positive that says Venika The positive says the woman drinks from the May Sota, the man will be absolved. Now the woman sota we had earlier asked the question, what are you talking about? The man being absolved. The purpose of drinking the woman is not to absolve the husband, the purpose of drinking the water is to absolve the wife. Not that the husband didn't do anything wrong, the wife did. So therefore we learned is one second the world was good for the gander, it's good for the goose. It, uh, it, or the other way around. We're good, the good, is good for the guy. Meaning, the same way this only works, she's absolved, if she didn't do anything wrong, it's also only going to work if what? If the husband hasn't been a, a a philanderer or whatever the expression is, been running around and doing the things they shouldn't be doing. <speaking in Hebrew> the checks his wife. But if he's been having illicit relations, <speaking in Hebrew> <then speaking in Hebrew> now the positive then continues, <speaking in Hebrew> that I will not uh investigate my waters will not be able to investigate your daughters because they have uh, been acting like prostitutes. And your daughter-in-laws because they commit adultery. That's the end of the possum. So my va'omer, what exactly is the va'omer? Why do you need to have this additional possum? You already see from the first part that once the, there, there, there is a, uh, uh, once the husband acts in such a way, so then we can't allow the waters to work. So why do we have to add what's we adding with the second uh right? Uh, so when it says I'll tell you, this is the big khedish of here, aim but maybe I'll tell you like this, is that his own uh sins, right, will will do what? Will stop his the waters from working for his wife, right? So come comes to tell you, but what about his sons and daughters, right? What about if they are involved in... means he has a family, he's raised a family, that his sons and daughters are involved in illicit and in in prohibited relations. So I believe this is how the Mehiri learns it. So also in such a case, the mother will not be able to be checked. It's not only if the husband has not been behaving appropriately, but if their children have not been behaving appropriately, also it will not help for the mother in such a circumstance as well. So in the Bonnet not say lo, but it doesn't it's nothing to do with his sons and daughters. So Shema comes to him, is that, uh, that, uh, that 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 it won't work for the, the, the woman if in fact the children have been behaving in such a way as well. Now you might have thought what illicit uh, uh, relationships are we dealing with over here that will negate the efficacy of the Mea So The simplest chart was what if they've been involved in what prohibition? Uh, Which ones? Which ones would you assume? Right? Remember, we're talking about the waters of the Czech. There was no Ashes-ish over here. So you might think that the husband wasn't involved in Ashes-ish. The kids weren't involved in Ashes-ish. But stop having relations that are not necessarily ashes ish kind, maybe ah, it's they're So it's therefore so, uh, in, but But let's say the husband had relations with an unmarried woman, right? Even though that is an illicit relationship, but it's not necessarily an ashes ish. come and listen. Baza says the men consorted with harlots and where they, they, they sacrificed with prostitutes. They used to be back in the day of a they used to have what they called the Kadesha. Kadesha sounds like the word holy, but it's actually they used to use it in their religious practices. They used to have these women that used to have relations with the men them, You know, they were like the, the candy man in Shulet. So that was the idea to get them interested in doing a Barazara. So therefore, the the, the, the the point is that... that uh, Now, that prohibition is not necessarily an Ashes-ish prohibition, but nevertheless, it's an illicit prohibition. And that also negates the waters of the Soto. So therefore, now... Uh, See, so, so therefore, when, and, Amalem, the Navi is Amarulaz, The Navi is 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 warning the Jewish people that like this: If you are careful with yourselves and you hold your immoral behaviors in check, the waters examine your wives. But Im lab ain a mayan both kin the shasech will not check the word you for a parrot is a, is a mule right all right let's go on says the more said but Quotes am going to quote says like this m'shirabu b'al e'hano when there's the way Rashi learns that when talmidei chachamim became focused in only receiving pleasure that that they became pleasure seekers instead of the talmidei uh, chachamim living more uh uh lives of, of 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 without a focus of pleasure they they they, they make pleasure the focus of their lives so then this avsu justice became perverted and his kalkulu and acts became uh distorted Okay, That means that uh, because the focus was on, on comfort, they didn't put the right time, the Rashi says, to focus on the halacha and their judgments were made, they were not well thought out and their actions were not done based on giving the full uh, clarity to the issue because the pleasure-seeking focus distorted their, their, their thought is not satisfied with the world when the number of judges who would show favoritism and judgment increased so the of do not tremble before any man a judge should not be scared of anybody that commandment became, bottle ceased to exist. Upposta Gulayy Sakiru and the Abveira did not show favoritism and judgment, also became negated. I mean they, no one kept that anymore. and people removed from themselves the yoke of heaven, ol and became more afraid of people than they became of Hu. When there became a, uh, an increase in those who whisper, we know that the Alocha is that a lawyer. I think today that's the Lord too. You know, a lot of lawyers not allowed to go to the judge on his own. Anytime you go to the lawyer to the judge, you have to have both sides represent. Y. Why? why? Because we're afraid that he's going to whisper something like you know to get to the advantage. You know what? So when when there is a increase of those who whisper to the judges during judgment, when that increased, Rav and Av Be'Yisro, the divine anger increased amongst the Jewish people, and the Shekina departed from their midst, that God stands in divine assembly, and in the midst of the judges he will judge, but that's only if the judges are doing the right thing, otherwise he removes himself from the midst of the judges. What the nuances between all of these categories are something to think about, but when, it, when the inc- there was an increase on people whose hearts lust for illicit gain, Rabu Ha'imrim it became an abundance of those who say what is evil is good and what is good is evil. And when there became an abundance of those who say what is good, evil is good, and what is good, evil, Rabu then woe woe increased in the world. There were a lot more people running around saying woe because of all the terrible misfortunes that were befalling. And Mishra Rabu, Moish this is a very interesting expression, when it increased those who spit at a distance. You want to consider spitting in front of somebody an act of arrogance. Especially if a who spits at a distance. You spit at a distance, you don't care. We were watching the highest sign of, of arrogance. So the way of saying that those who spit at a distance is a, a, that means when there's arrogant people increasing in the world, rabuha ayhurim, that's a sign that there's been an, an arrogance that uh, in the people that has increased uh Talmidim, and that by definition that it decreases the amount of people studying Torah because in order to study Torah it has to be with people that are uh, humble, and when there's an increase of arrogance. Comes out, there's less people studying Torah. And the Torah has to go searching for those who will study it. So, so different pshatim over here. But it means that there, uh, instead of the students going to find the Rebbe, the Rebbe has to go look for students because nobody's interested in studying Torah. All right. Another pshat is the Torah will go find those who are poor because. Because only where, where there's where when there's poverty usually you won't find as much arrogance. Let's see. When there was increase in arrogance, Ishilub Noshisra Nosal is a comes out, the the When there you know, a lot more arrogant people, Jewish girls marry people that are uh are are arrogant. Why? Shain the reign of Roy unfortunately what happens is when there's arrogance people are very superficial and it's the superficial things that impress people so the people marry their daughters off to people that are arrogant and superficial and those who have good deeds and those who don't have that public display are not considered as important as those who are arrogant and therefore the Jewish girls look for the arrogant people as uh, unfortunately he says the Gemara, is it true that women are going to find those who are more arrogant, that if the person who is arrogant, that at the end of the day, people are going to see through him, and even his own home, his own household, will not uh, give him respect. So it means that women too will figure this out, and not marry these type of people. Shanamar, as the positive says, Gever Yahir, the arrogant man, for Lo Yinve. Lo yinve means that his his home will not uh, endure. Means lo yinve ben uh that even in his own home he'll be uh, disrespected because people will see through him. So says like this, it's true, the woman will finally get his number, but that's only after they've married them and lived together with them. Not, uh, we said they're gonna, initially, they are, are impressed and marry the guy up, oh, later on, they, but that'll be already too late. Me, initially, kapzale they all run to marry this fellow. So if at the end, Ms. abitazel Ilave, that the person is, uh, becomes, deprecated despised by them because they see through him when there's a, an abundance of judges that use bala uh, to act like jobbers for them means they'll go to people and they'll say listen i'm busy in court whatever but i i, I have this they use people as middlemen to has they've got business, business deals going on on the side that they're working with people to make money. The problem is when that happens, so then they're getting involved in financial dealings and that becomes a focus that opens them up they, to, to other problems. So Maloi al the number of judges who are um, using Baalabatam as middlemen to sell their merchandise, so Sheikha Mishpat, that creates an abundance of bribery, because people get to see, you know, the guys really interested in the buck, and there'll be a perversion of justice. And good will, will, will cease to exist. When the number of judges increase, who will, who will say to litigants, uh, uh, I, I, I acknowledge the favors you've done for me, or I am beholden to the favors you've done for me, so, then it creates a situation that people no longer fear judges, and each man does what is right in his eyes. And those who were a low class people will be elevated, and people are, are of high class and refined people, they will be lowered. And the Jewish Malchus will deteriorate more and more. That means there will be no respect for authority. When there is an increase of people that are miserly, and those that grab spoils. What does it mean those that grab spoils? These robbers. So when there's an addition of people that are, act uh, miserly and, and, and steal... There are going to be an, a, an increase of people that have, are hard-hearted and don't listen to the needs of the needy and are tight-fisted and refuse to lend money to the needy. So Avru, al Torah and they'll violate what's in the Torah, Yishamar, that you should be careful that there is no, not among you anyone that is, uh, that, that uh, will, will do the wrong thing and, and and not want to lend money to those who are destitute. When there is an increase of women with uh, with with extended necks, and with uh, with winking eyes. What is this talking about? So this is uh, the 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 during the times of the uh, right before the Churban VeSamikdash. Says the women used to walk next to short friends so they look more prominent with their necks necks sticking up and they used to wink at the young men so when you have a lot of this flirtatious promiscuous behavior going on so Rabu Mayim Hamarim it increases the use of the bitter waters means there's going to be more problems of Sota incidences uh, Elisha Pasku, however, that same problem, because of been proliferation, you won't be able to use the, the sota water because become, it will become, it falls into disuse, like we learned earlier. When there is an addition, and abundance of, ah, people that, uh, that, 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 that accept gifts, lots of gifts, people want gifts the lives of people are decreased and the years are shortened because those who hate gifts will live long so people who want to live of, of, of the handouts of others that shortens their lives when there is a, uh, an abundance of talmideh of, hachamim of that act with uh, uh, a, a haught, a haughty, another form of arrogance so then, Rabu Machlokas be by B'Yisrael. This means that they think they're right all the time. That creates Machlokas in Yisrael. Shurabu Talmidim, Talmid E'Shamah hillel Shulo Shimshu Kol When they became an abundance of the students of Shammah and Hillel, they are not spent enough time by their Rebbe, uh, understanding clearly the, 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 the different positions of, uh, of the halacha, so rabba machlaikas bistrol, that created more dispute in klaikas, rabba machlaikas. To the point where it became almost like two, ta- two different tyrants. When there was an the increase of there, those Jews that look for handouts from Goyim, they look for the avodas of the avarazara to give them tadaka, so Hayu yistrol lamalavayim lamato this is euphemistic it doesn't want to say it in the other way around so literally it's saying the Jews fell to the bottom and the other column rose to the top but it doesn't write it that way because it doesn't write something bad so it says the Jews will be on top and the other will be on the bottom right the Jews the way it's written the Jews will be at the forefront the Hemelacher and the other will be in the back but read it the other way around once you accept your existence based on the handouts of the other then they'll be in the forefront and you will be in the back in Yosef and Yehozar, the Mishnah uh, says, when Yosef and Yehozar uh, and Ishsrael and Yosef and Yehuda. Yish Yerushalayim died, these pair of zugos, it says that we lost the eshkolos. What does it mean we lost the eshkolos? My eshkolos, Amra Yehuda, Amra clusters, it means Isha kol bo. They were like they were standing at Sinai. Rashi says. They had everything. There was no machlokas at that time because they knew Tzkola, Torah, Kula as if they were standing at our Sinai. And there was complete clarity on the halacha. We lost it when those two died. Yochanan, and Gadol behavior uh, uh, odayas ha-meister it says he uh, uh, brought an end to Vito and Meister every 36 years Jews would have to make the statement that I took care of my trauma my serisha my training I took care of all, the, all what I had to do what does it mean why did he stop them doing that mitzvah? It's a mitzvah of Vidumish is a my time, huh? So I'm Rabbi the Because at, from his time and on, uh, his time they didn't the Jews did not give the Maister the way it's supposed to be given, and therefore they could not make the declaration that I've done it the way it's supposed to be done. Now why didn't they do it the way it's supposed to be given? To Rahmana Because Maister Rishon should normally go to who? However, what happened was, in his day, is when the Jews came back, in the times of Ezra, the Vivim did not want to come. They stayed in Bovo. So they made a penalty that Vivim no longer can get Maishar Rishon. Who did Maishar Rishon go to? It went to the Kohanim. But therefore, you can't, you can't make the statement, I gave it to Leviim. Therefore, they nullified the declaration. The Amar for Anan and we, in the days of Ezra... Ah in we give it to the con who so says I leave that piece out? Don't say I biati abayis nasati la lady. Leave that clause out and do the rest of them. I can still say I gave my meiser sheni the rest of I dal meiser anyway. My seoni. So why not just do the rest of it and just leave out the part about the lady? So I'm um, reishlogish. Uh, so for lady ashar meiser. So I'm reishlogish. Kol bayis sheein mizvada al meiser shuv ein mizvada al shar meisers. So Shlomgi said, because there's a principle: if you can't make the declaration for Meister Rishon, you can't make the declaration for the other Meisters as well. My time, why not? So I'm rabbi, Because that's the opening clause in the positive. The opening clause of the I took care of the lady. Therefore, you cannot say the rest of them. You can't do the opening part, and therefore that's why we don't do it. That they stopped doing it in the times of Yochanan Cohen Godel. All right, weiter. <coughs> The, the, the inference is though, is that at the time of Yogan Gadol, people actually gave. Trumas and There There's one nuance, they didn't give the Miserishan to the lady, they gave the colon. But it's Mashma. everything else they would have been able to say and do because they took care of Prince Mises. The problem is, that the uh, Chayra, uh, in a so that doesn't seem that the people at the time did Trumas and Mises. b'ita it says that, that he, he abolished, the Miser, right, as we just learned, but God al Admai, He also decreed concerning Demai of an Amaret that you have to take tithing for the, the for the for, for when, you, when you get it from Amaret, And why? He sends uh, agents. Throughout all the borders of Israel. of He saw that the average person, the Amarats, was only taking Truma, because they're afraid if you don't take Truma, then it's considered Tevil, and it's a Khib Shemayim. So they took Truma. They didn't take the rest. They thought the rest can be contained. But actually it's the same problem. If you don't take the rest of it, it's still tevil, and it's still Shemayim. So therefore, They only separate Truma Doila. But my Sarish, my Zushani Right? Some did take. Some did not take. So Amalehem, so he told the Jewish people, he said, Born my children, bold, let me teach you. Just as if you don't separate gadola, it's temple and it's Chiv Mizbede So true, Trumas When you take from the Meister Rishon and give it to Levi, the lady, the lady has to take a portion of that which is called Trumas Maisa and give that, one-tenth of that, he has to give. and if you don't take that, even if you took the truma, but you haven't taken that, it doesn't help either. The truth is, none of the other things help either, but it's still considered, Trumas Maiser, for Tebel, avois miso So therefore, just eating the Maiser Shani, the, the Maiser Rishon yourselves, when it's Trumas Maisa in it, or the rest of the mixture, that does not have Maiser Shani, Maiser Oni separated, also has in it a Tebel, Miso Dei i his skin, and therefore he established that Alokeia, Pharaohs, Mehama, that when you buy from an ama oret ma'aprich mehen ma'iser rishon ma'iser sheni truma is see you don't have to do because they took truma but you still have to give ma'iser rishon you have to give ma'iser sheni and now and once you separated the ma'iser rishon from that ma'iser rishon something else has to be separated what has to be separated from the ma'iser rishon now normally you would give it to the lady, and the lady would do it but we're going to see he did not require that to be done you separated it ma'isar, rishon trumas ma'isar. the trumas Portion of it that has to be and the maizah has to be eaten of The maizah rishon, the ani, which can be eaten by anybody. Therefore, Let the lady or the uh, prove or the ani prove that the amaharex didn't take it. You can't prove it. The Yisrael of the farmers is able to keep it and eat it himself. So therefore, much you But the point we're making over here, it seems that there's a large chunk of people that watch that didn't separate Trumas and Mises. So how do we say before that we stay, it seems to be there was and the only problem is to get to the Kayyad instead of the Lady. Tumas is These are not tied together. The Dmai... Takana has nothing to do with the Takana by Vidoy, because they're focusing on different people. Tajit Vidoi By the Khaverin, by those who were careful and observant. Okay, there he had a takana that we don't say Meister because in Smitherish now doesn't go to the VM goes to the on the amaratsim, he made another tikkuna that there you buy from amaratsim, then you have to mine, you have to separate. Because of my shalom so therefore there were people the chaverim took care of it. Doesn't mean nobody took care of it. There was a chunk of people who were scrupulous and meticulous that took care of it, and they made one tikkuna. So it sounded like the two tikkuna were dealing with the same people. No, two separate people. Vafu hu bital He also abolished those who the the awakeners. What are the ones, that are the, uh, the, the, Vekar, yeshiva Vekar, Sidon so, in the morning he goes around clapping, making noise, getting people up for davening. What it means he abolished the, the awakeners. So Maima, Oro very interesting about What it means he abolished the awakeners? So Amma Rachba, so Rachba explained, Yemba al that they, that the, the custom used to be that when a Levim would get up to sing on their platform, they would introduce with a verse, Omrim, Shura Lama Tishan Hashem, Hashem awaken. why are you sleeping. So How can you say that? How can you say Hashem doesn't sleep? So it says, Behold, the garden of is not sleep or slumber. So Ella the the Pastor does say, Wake up Hashem. So how do you understand the positive? So he's saying, don't say it every day, because Hashem doesn't sleep. But the positive says, awaken, wake, awaken from your sleep, Hashem. That sometimes in history you'll find that the Jews are suffering and the idolaters are in prosperity. That's when that posseg is referring to. Hashem, why does it seem like you're sleeping? You're letting the Jews suffer and the Goyim are in tranquility. But to every day, start the Avoda with that posig, that he was mevatel. So mevatel, the awakeners, those who think they're waking up Hashem, that he was mevatel. And the ones that, the strikers, those are hit, the hitters. What does that mean? so 'm very hard to catch a, 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 a calf or a, a, an ox that you have to sha and make something this was not easy to do. so what they used to do is they used to take a knife and cut a slit in the forehead that would cause the blood to roll into the eyes of the animal and then what would happen? the animal became confused and they were able to grab it. And, check the, like, make a dot sound. Right. Now, even though it wasn't really a moon, but it was a superficial cut, but also the Iwubak, they came in as Mavatalit, we showed the Merzi kimumo because it looked like people would think, oh, you're allowed to make a moon, in the, in the, in the, the Mesa uh, in, in the, in the Karabin. But Matizatana, in the Brysa, they learned that they're, they're a different shot, and this would fit the words, that he was Mvata, the strikers. So I din that that like the like the oivdikachavim would do the oivdikachavim before they would slaughter the animals they would hit it with a stick to cause it like, to concuss the animal and then they go shepherd. and that's the strikers he said that Jews don't do that we don't do that we don't concuss the animal before you slaughter I'm you're causing the Mizbah to eat nevela. So one second. law is only if you don't slaughter the animal. We're slaughtering the animal. So you say, you're right. It's actually Nevela's, so, uh, Hashakulu, they're slaughtering it. You're making the animal become a traitor. Because one of the 18 places that makes the animal trade is the brain membrane. The brain membrane should not be pierced because you're concussing the animal to make it easy to slaughter you might hit the animal too hard and it might pierce the membrane of the brain and you make the animal into the they never stop this behavior because you are perhaps uh... uh you are what's his name piercing the brain uh, the membrane of the uh, of the brain that we can't do it but I, I was once in a slaughterhouse my uncle uh took me and he showed me that by the by the non-kosher they had these like large um pinchers, uh, pinchers that were electric electrodes and they would shock the animal and then they would slow then cut slit the animal's throat so they would they actually Hitler leah and the nazis one of the things that they, they, they wanted to do is that they, they wanted to, that the Jews before Shechita should actually, uh, stun the animals. They thought it was more, uh... Yeah that Europe that they tried to do too. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so that Hitler was one of the things, uh, I saw tshuvas going back from the street of age, so he killed Jakob Weinberg and saying, you know, to all the Dolin, are, because they're not going to let us chefs otherwise, does it, is a problem of making it a trade for, that's the whole discussion. So, instead, he made rings. You know that in certain of the uh, Azara, there are rings attached to the ground that they would tie the animals to allow the chef, instead of hitting the animal over the head. We said all until the days of they used to hear the uh, the the uh, hammer uh, banging in Yerushalayim, and he stopped it. What's going on here? So it says, referring to Cholamoyim. On Cholamoyim, they allowed the blacksmiths to work. Because there's dawra avun. When there's great, when there's great amount of money that can be lost, they're allowed to do it. But what, uh, but what happened was that people didn't realize that there's a distinction between there's a large amount of money to be lost, and therefore people said, oh, you're allowed to work and therefore he didn't want something that is such public display of work, he did not want that to be done. So he stopped that. It's just all his days, People did, that was the last thing in the Mishnah that they people would uh, not uh, have to require whether there there uh, is something that has been tied or not being tied, right? So therefore, Kedama, like we said in the brayser, so we had said before, he decreed that all produce that is purchased from an Amma has to be dem, uh, be uh, tied and uh so and, 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 and so, in his days, basically had you don 't have to ask anymore before that, they used to ask, did you do it if you don 't do it he said, we can 't rely on them, And therefore you don 't have to ask anymore because everybody has to go ahead and tie let 's go to the next Mishnah. mishnah Sanhedrin, when the Sanhedrin ceased to exist, going to show him what that refers to. Some say when it left Yerushalayim and it went to. Uh, established in a different place. Some say it's talking about when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. Either way, it means that the functioning of the Beis HaMikdash, the, 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 no the Sanhedrin no longer functions in the Beis HaMikdash, so therefore what was, what they? this is the halacha, it actually has, Moshe has Chuvason and how we can do it today, but they enacted in, 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 in that, that people should remember that the, 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 the Beis HaMikdash has been destroyed, is Batol HaShirmi Beis HaMishtahos, is they stopped in the, in, in, the, in the, in, at the feast where they would drink wine, they no longer allowed you to play music. You know, even till today, if you make a wedding in Yerushalayim, they don't have dance. There's no music. They allow for a drummer, that's it. Anyway, that's a takkan that emotion deals with. Nowadays, that people, you have, listen to music all the time. But they said that when they, in the, in the wine, in the feast where there's wine, you're not allowed to have, uh, song. Shneema, as the Buzik says, Beshir V'lyishti well, Yayin. It was sung, they shall not drink their wine. When the early prophets died, Batla Urim they lost the efficacy of the Urim that would speak to the Karim Gado. Shachar Beis Amigdum, Beis was destroyed. Batla hashamir, the shamir was a certain type of worm that was able to carve the rocks without them having to use implements. And Nofes tufim, and they also lost the Nofes tufim. The one going to have to explain what that is. And the, of, the people of faith, people of trust, were lost from the Jewish people. That means people put their trust in Hashem and relied on Him to uh, to to to, to uh, replenish when they spent money on mitzvahs. We're going to see. All right. Save us, Hashem, because we no longer have the pious among us. And the end of the passage says, "Because people of faith have been lost from mankind." Rabbi Yeshua. Yeshua testified. From the no day goes by without there being a curse. And the dew no longer comes down for blessing. The nitel tam and the taste the, the, from fruit has been removed. from aperos. The richness of the fruit has been removed. When purity was removed, people are no longer eating things with purity. So then. Uh, I'm sorry, I skipped a line up here with how you no, Alright. So therefore uh, as I tam as a tamas So that caused there to be a removal from flavor and the fragrance of the food because they no longer have the level of purity that they're eating it with. A maestra is not low, as truman adagan. So stopping to give trumas and maistras remove the richness of the grain. For Proliferation of uh, Immoral behavior and, 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 and involvement in, in magic, in sorcery, Kilu Esakol brought an end to all things that were good. Okay, let's go on. Uh, Maide, uh, and, uh, San Hydraxiv. The one wants to know, the prophet says that there'll be no more song with wine. What does that have to do with not having the Sanhedrin? Why is that the key point when the Sanhedrin became abolished? So Amar Avunah of Yeshua, Talmud Kook, we have another pasuk that says, Mishar Shabasu." When the elders are gone from their gate, then Bachurim Meginasam, the youth are are, are, are refrained from their music. So you see, the elders, they the tie that pasuk ties the Sanhedrin to the music. So therefore, that's, uh, that, so therefore that explains how the first pasuk that says there'll be no longer, with wine, there'll no longer be sung. that's referring to the, the, the cessation of the sanhedrin based on the second pasuk that we quoted, the pasuk in, in Eichel. It's your Novi. An ear that nowadays listens to music shall be torn off. The ear shall be torn away from the skull. When there's music in a home, it brings destruction to its threshold. House will be destroyed. Is that when a voice will sing out in the window? There'll be desolation at the threshold. For uh, now, the last part of the that we're going to have to clarify because there is cedar work uh the cedar work that is surrounding protecting the home is a city. So what, what does that mean? My key, are aro, what does that last part of the puzzle mean? That the cedar work is a city. So Amra Yitzchak, he says what it means is as follows is that uh subah barozim that uh is a house that is surrounded by uh Cedar trees that that make it impenetrable. Is it a city? It doesn't have the status of a city. No matter how strong you make it, it's not like a city. She says what it means is that even if you try and make it strong, you want to give it protection. Oh, uh, like, like, like they protect the city, you try to protect the house, Mr The, the, the possum that says at the end, Ara, is, is referring to the of Mr. Eyar. That means it'll be destroyed. So if you have music in a house, no matter how strong the house is protected, no matter how much you fireproof the house, that house will be destroyed. That's the way to understand the possum. Amrabashi, Shmami, no, we hear, from the first part of that Apostol Cansephone, it says like this, Ki that where does destruction begin at the house? It brings at the threshold. That there is devastation at the threshold. It's basically saying a tremendous thing. You, the destruction of the house becomes, begins what you let into the home. When you let through, through, the, through the threshold, that's where there will be destruction in the home, some say the same idea is from here. What does the Pazuk say? Pazuk says yukas sha'ar, and from the uh, and from desertion, the gate will be struck down. So Amar Marbari is that there is a demon that's called shia that is the one that is in charge of the destruction of the houses. Like and it looks like a a, a, ram, a, a rampaging bull. Amarabhuna, Zimra Dhana Dhanagdi Udavakre sorry is that the people that, that, that pull the boats and the plow, their singing is allowed because they do it to create a rhythm for the job. So it's, it's job related. It's not just to have a good time. So that type of singing is allowed. The gardoi, But the singing of the weavers, the singing that the weavers do, that taka is oser, because that's just to have a good time. That's not job related. It's not to create that rhythm to have a good time. I mean, to 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 help with the job. Ravuna Batil zimra. Ravuda band music. Kam mea avzi bezuzo. And there was a blessing in the market that 100 uh, geese... Uh, you could buy for one Zeus. So it was a blessing of abundance to get a hundred geese for one zeus and you get a hundred saw of wheat for a zeus for and there was so much abundance that even they were so cheap people didn 't want to buy because everyone had soil. I'm sorry, Zalzilbe, when Rav Chista came after Ravuno, and he basically wiped out that, that it was, was too difficult to keep, and he uh, disparaged that band, and people went back to uh, uh, playing music. He Then there was such a depletion in in, 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 in inventory That even a, uh, one goose for a Zeus, Before they could get a hundred keys for a Zeus, You couldn't even get one And you couldn't even find it Because of the lack of brocha So therefore violating Mr. connor That after the destruction of the Mesa Amigdash Or remove the Sanhedrin We should not have music Amr Rabbi Yosef Zamri Gavri V'oninashi but if you have the way they sing is the men sing and the women respond, In addition to violating the ban, that's also considered to be pritzus. Uh, that men singing and the women answering is considered to be obscene. That leads to all kinds of problems. The yetsahara, zamri nashi. But when it's the women that sing, for ani gavri and the men answer, that's even worse. That's ke'esh kaneores that's like flax with fire meaning that type of yetzar so, so men leading women responding is considered to be uh, immoral but it's not as bad as when the women sing and the men respond to the men where the mind of Either way it's asked so what's the problem Someone says if you are, as a Talmud, uh, uh, you're a your rob of the city and you only you got to pick your battles which one should you negate So obviously you negate the one that is the is the most harmful. So therefore you should negate the women singing and the men responding. Even though the men are going to sing, the women respond. That's not as bad. So therefore that's the one you leave. You can only should abolish both. But if you only have a choice, do the one that's got the greatest amount of damage. Anyone who drinks wine with four types of music, maybe Hamash Puranas, brings five types of tragedies to the world. that uh, woe to those who get up early in the morning to uh Sheikha to drink their pint of beer, and Mahribeshev and stay up late at night. Uh, yadlike, in order, to, so that the wine will inflame them. Right? So woe to those, the first thing in the morning they have their beer, late at night they're drinking their wine. And their, uh, their, their harp and the lyre and the drum and the flute and the wine at the drinking parties they will have, but they do not take into account what the Maisa Hashem and Hashem will not do his work for them. So what's the next part of the Pasak say? because of their ignorance, my nation was exiled, number one. Shogaram Golas and the cause exiles the world. Uh say and its honored ones will die of starvation. That's number two. Number three. The multitudes will be parched with thirst. The thirst of Yisroh to be a thirst of Torah. They cause there to be a parching of thirst of Torah in the world. That there's no people to teach Torah and people are, are, are thirsting for Torah. And and people will become humbled, and man will be brought down lower. Shiflis, That is referring to a direct attack to Hashem. They cause a degradation for those that hate Hashem. But it's euphemistic. We want to say anything next to you. They cause, they cause degradation, on Akarish <speaking in Hebrew> himself. to Hashem? <speaking in Hebrew> is referring to his ish, the man of war. <speaking in Hebrew> the eyes of the haughty will be brought low. <speaking in Hebrew> they bring down the level of Jewish people, they become degraded amongst the nation. I and what is written immediately afterwards that the, the neither world means Gehenna will become enlarged its appetite and open its mouth without limit and uh, the, the glory of Zion will descend and her multitudes and horde will be uh, for those who rev, uh, uh, revel within her will fall into Gehenna so that's, that's the end of that but Moshe has a trem- uh, whole chuba on how come nowadays we do play music and listen to music and the gist of it basically is is that it's like a takana that we no longer can keep because it's been so long since the base of uh, was destroyed